You are listening to the Manos Accelerator podcast in partnership with Google Launchpad. We interview rockstar entrepreneurs who share their exact formulas for success in customer acquisition, growth hacking, fundraising, or scaling a company. And I'm your host, Juan Felipe Campos. Manos Nation, there is no better way for you to support the production of this podcast than by giving us a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. Let's help each other out. I will send you a list of 100 grants to fund your startup if you review the podcast on iTunes and then tag us on a social media post. Okay, it's very easy. So step one, support us by rating this podcast five stars on iTunes. Step two, tag Manos Accelerator on a social media post. And step three, I will send you a list of 100 grants for your startup. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Manos Accelerator podcast. We have a special guest today. I am here with Mr. David Lopez. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Really a pleasure to be here and an honor to be here with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, likewise. So David, you certainly know something about sales and marketing. Most people don't. You, you found this overlap about these two superpowers in your background working together. Tell us a little bit at a high level, a, a bit about your background and maybe some cool clients or key metrics that you've hit over your career. Um, yeah, so um, I started in the sales industry when I was uh, like uh, getting out of high school, and um, I was really going hard with um, with selling face to face. We sold for many different major corporations, and we were getting um, big results for them because once their internal teams are not performing they, the way they want them to perform, that's when they hire external teams, and that's where I was part of. And uh, we were just going really, really hard with. Um, aggressive sales, handling the objections on on a daily basis, and um, and closing them on a daily basis as well. So um, from there, I was able to, on top of that, get mentored by some high level um, experts in the marketing, and then that's where I was able to combine my both superpowers, and that's where things even got even crazier. Right. So that's awesome. The reason you're coming on the show, David, is you have something to share with us about that kind of discovery that you found from your background of the overlap in sales and marketing and how that can be rocket fuel for a business. Can you give us a little bit of a walkthrough at a high level why it's important what, and even what the difference is between sales and marketing that most founders don't understand? 100%. So um, when you're, when you're any, any business needs sales in order to be able to generate some money. If you don't have sales, then you can't make money. The world goes around all around sales. Every single business in the world needs sales. The more you sell, the more revenue you generate and also the more money you're making. Now, when it comes down to marketing, it's all about the awareness, right? If people are not aware of who you are, when you're trying to get that sale, it's going to be a little bit harder because they're not familiar with your business, with what you do, and also who you are. So if you can get people familiar with you and on the top, you have a really good closer or someone that knows how to sell at a high level in the back end, um, selling them different promotions, different offers. Um, that's going to be like really, really um, cha- life changing for any single business. And David, we see this all the time with tech startups, particularly where if a founder has a very strong technical background, they know how to build the future. They're working on a self-driving car. They're working on you know artificial intelligence, machine learning. They typically are very reluctant to get into that sales mode, right? And th- what a lot of founders tend to want to do is double down on marketing, passive inbound marketing through Instagram, through Facebook, website, SEO. And what I find a lot of founders end up doing with that is they disconnect themselves from the customer because they're not talking to them enough. So everything is super 
automated, it's through Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, whatever, and it's like no one's jumping on the phone and closing the sales. So I, I kind of see that as being the, um, the topic of this conversation, David, where you can give us some insight about the framework that you've seen works really, really well for sales. So whenever you join a team or you're consulting a team, you're advising a team on the sales part of things, what is it that you walk them through? What are some key elements that you want that founder and now our founders, the listeners of this audience, to understand about sales? What is that framework for them to increase their sales? Um, so mainly, they, um, you've, if you already branded yourself and you already got the leads, right? then you've generated those leads, but it does not end there. You still have to go to, through the process to be able to bring them into your world and to close them as a client. So when it comes down to that, you need to have a system where you know you get all your leads and then you get the information. You're collecting the information, their name, their phone number, um, their email address, and then you're able to either uh, set up a Skype uh, meeting or set up a Zoom call or even get on the phone with them, right? Now, when you're on the phone with them, they're already prepared for what you're about to tell them and what you're about to pitch them on because they've already seen your stuff before so it's easier of a sell but now you still have to understand that if you don't believe you're going to close the sell they won't believe it either it all starts with yourself it all starts with your mindset and um, if you don't have the skills um, at a high level then you have to make sure you either hire someone that's really good at sales because if not most of the time that people are saying like hey the leads are not good enough but most of the times the closers are not good enough. So if you don't handle all the objections where uh, in a right way where you're actually helping them all the time, making sure that, hey, you're checking on them and you're pretty much bringing them to a certain level of accountability, that's where it changes the game because you're not asking them, hey, um, I do you think you need this product? No, it's I know you need this product because if not, you wouldn't even be here in the first place and you wouldn't even spend time talking to me because everything is going well for you but because it's not going the way you want it to be and that's why I'm going to make sure that I'm going to get you on what we're doing here because I'm going to help you out and with that conviction and and just handling each objection one after the other you're going to get further and further and further now the problem is a lot of uh, salespeople, they get one objection, they don't know how to handle it, and they give up. They're like, oh, okay, uh, do you think you, wanna, you, you want to, uh, to still do it? They're not assuming the sell. And assuming a sell is assuming the yes. That's what closing means, is that you are assuming the yes at all the time, and then you're bringing them from one level to another to another. Now, if you take someone by, um, by the hand and just grab them so hard and drag them towards you, no one would feel comfortable because it's uncomfortable being in that position of being dragged so, so fast. But if you give them a little bite here, a little bite there, a little bite here, and then you're getting them closer and closer to the door that you want to close them in, then that's going to, you know, make it way easier. And the way to do that is handle each objection with certainty, with conviction, and at the same time, take uh, show them that you care, right? Because no, like people say, oh, there's a, there's a say that says, uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So, you know, at the same time, show that. Show that you're a human being, that you care about them, and it's gonna make a big difference in, in your cells. 
Before we continue with the episode, you should know about this. We recently partnered with Brex, the smart credit card for founders to finance and boost their startups. Everything about Brex is made for startup and e-commerce founders just like you. The card scales with you and gives you up to 20 times higher credit limits than any competing card. And for listeners of this podcast, benefit from our partnership and get $5,000 in AWS credits plus absolutely no card fees for life by activating your account through our partnership link. It's brex.com slash manos. Brex, B-R-E-X dot com slash manos, M-A-N-O-S, to get all of your fees waived for life and $5,000 in AWS credits. Now on to the episode. You know, I've been talking to a lot of, you know, just rock star sales coaches and people that have worked on different sales teams in different capacities. And something that I keep seeing as a trend across different conversations, and you're bringing it up here as well, David, is that most of the most of the success in becoming an amazing closer comes from all of the prep work leading up to it. It's really not about a lot of tactics for the sale itself. And I think a lot of a lot of us, if like if we don't have a sales background, we are looking for, okay, what's the actual script to close? What's the actual script to you know guide someone through the discovery process on the call? And what a lot of people are saying is, well, start like way, way, way before that. It's like, did you even position the company well enough? Did you even position the value proposition well enough? Do Does the client understand what it is that you do? Did you qualify them? And then have you been doing the mental prep work, essentially, to make sure that you're at a good place whenever you actually jump on the call? Once you've done that, that's about, let's call it 70%, 60%, 70% of the fight. And then once you're on the call itself, now we can talk about the strategies of of closing on the call, but it's a lot of prep work, right? That's kind of like what you're speaking to here. It's a lot of prep work in your mindset and the qualifying and in the positioning of the brand and services. Walk us a little bit through the actual on the call. How do you, what, what are some high impact strategies that you want, want to share with founders to do differently to make sure that they're increasing their close rate on a call? So um, when it comes down to uh, closing, right? All starts with your mindset, right? If you right away start doubting that they're not going to do it or things like that, then that doubt will bring fear into you and you won't be able to handle uh, and control the, the conversation the whole time. Now, the one who asks the questions is the one who is in control of the conversation. So if they start asking a bunch of questions and you lose control, then, you know, the only way you can really get back the control is by start, start asking questions that are going to really get him back on track and guide him exactly through your process. So you are the expert. You are the person that needs to be pretty much uh, guiding them through the questions that you're asking them so you can get them further and further and further. The better questions you ask, the better um, your cell will go. Another thing too is that you cannot lose control on, 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 on the conversation, right? A lot of, a lot of times, you know, they just start taking over and you have to bring them back on track of what you're doing. Remember that you are training for them. They don't train for you. So you should be five, 10 levels ahead at all times because you are training for them. You're preparing yourself for it. Another thing too, is that you got to make sure you practice, 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 practice your pitch, practice your handle, handling the objections, right? What are the most common objections you get when you're trying to pitch your product? Oh, I'm not interested. Oh, I need to speak to my wife. Then you need to be practicing all of that beforehand, because if you're trying to practice it right on a hot lead and you don't handle it well, then you just lose that hot lead, right? So that's, that's a big problem that I see most of the time people don't practice 
practice or they're just saying, hey, what's the script? They, we give them the script and then when they're pitching people on the phone, they just sound so robotic, right? Because they're reading a script, right? It doesn't sound natural. So you got to make sure that you put it, make it part of yourself, that you practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it. So it just comes out natural and you're not, you know, uh, sounding like, like a robot and making them feel like, hey, I'm actually getting pitched here, right? You want it to sound like an actual conversation, but it's a strategic conversation because you know where you're bringing them. You know which flow you're going with. And and that's what, you know, can definitely bring you uh, completely different results. I love that. Okay, so it's basically a combination of, on the one hand, asking questions and kind of leading the conversation through the asking of questions, which is totally different than what a lot of us probably want to do based on just intuition, right? We think if we're on a sales call, we have to do most of the talking. We talk really fast and we're like, oh, our product does this, it does that, it does that. And what you're saying is, no, you actually have to start out of a sense of curiosity and being an expert and gathering the information so that you can guide the discovery process along in the way that you know it needs to go along to end up going towards towards a close. So part of it is just asking questions, guiding the conversation from there. And then the other one you're speaking to now as well is practicing Practicing the script to deal with objections so that you actually own that information and it doesn't catch you off guard and you already know that these clients are going to have objections. So what are the objections that they're going to have? Write them down and then come up with really great answers that don't sound canned, right? Essentially in every single conversation. So if you know that they're asking about if you have the right certifications, how you deal with a company with XYZ amount of employees, how blah, 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 you need to already have great answers for that. Um, David, as as we as we get to the end here, um, can you give us one last tip that you think is super high impact for increasing our our close rate on a on a phone call like this? Yeah, so there is a tactic that I use. It's called the ABC. Um, ABC two times. So ABC always be closing, and ABC agree bounce close. So every time you're going to get an obje- objection, you're going to agree with the customer. You're going to agree with what they're saying. I completely understand. Like an example, I'm not interested. I completely understand that you're not interested. But uh, Jessica, your neighbor, she told me exactly the same thing. But when I was able to show her how much impact and money she was going to start generating from this, she completely changed her mind. Can I? just show you why she changed her mind sure okay perfect now i went back to the closing so i i I closed her on the idea of just me showing her why even though she's not interested and you gotta keep handling each objection if you use the abc agree bounce close you can get yourself all the way to the close handling each objection one by one with agreeing what they're saying bounce it with your input and then close them back into what you're trying to do, right? Don't get away from what you're trying to do because they're starting to talk about this, about that. Like, don't let yourself, you know, carry away. Make sure that you're focused and that you're sharp. Love that. There you have it, Manos Nation. David Lopez has worked with thousands of clients, helping them increase their sales. He has coached dozens and dozens of different companies to reach millions of dollars worth of revenue for them. Um, he's currently an expert in both sales and marketing, bringing us all of this value to make sure that we're asking the right questions, that we are maintaining a sense of curiosity, that we're maintaining the position of power in these conversations so that we are perceived as the experts. We're doing all of the prep work in advance in our mindset as well as in the perception of the brand to make sure that 
the audience understands what it is that they're getting themselves into, what it is that they're buying. Okay, Manos Nation, do not forget my offer to help each other out. I'll send you a list of 100 grants to fund your startup. All you have to do is leave a five-star rating on iTunes and then tag Manos Accelerator on a social media post. Again, leave a five-star review on iTunes and then tag Manos Accelerator on the app to receive a list of 100 grants to help you fund your startup. See you on the next one. David, thank you for coming on the show. As you continue to grow and take your career forward, where is the best place for people to stay in touch with you, learn more about what you're doing, and follow your career? For Instagram, they can go at David Lopez, no, david.lopez.corp, um, and they can connect there. Or my website, majestylevelmarketing.com, and they can fill up a form, and they can uh, pretty much uh, hear from, our, from me or my team. And uh, another thing, too, that I really want to uh, give back to this community, uh, all they have to do is uh, mention the podcast on, uh, on the form at majestylevelmarketing.com, and um, we'll reach out and uh, give them as much value as we can. Excellent. David, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of this with us. Thank you so much for having me. Take care.